welcome back to the Black Squadron podcast. Hey, hey! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. The droid is ready! <laughs> you you are excited today. Coffee, uh, just, on, just, coffee was on sale somewhere. I just babu freaking freaking love you guys, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, gang. Star Wars. Again, it's been two weeks. Love to hear your voices. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so what, what's happened in the last two weeks? Some stuff, I assume. Um, but before we get into all that jazz, wanted to give you guys a heads up that as of today, of time of recording, we have some merch. Woo! Um, we got two shirts. It says men's and women's, but the men's shirt is unisex. So, <laughs> uh, And then we have a hoodie, yep. which is our main logo on it. We have some other stuff coming too, but if you guys want to get nuts, support the pod. Links are in all bios on all our social media. So, uh, as they say, knowledge is power. <laughs> if you buy some stuff, if you buy some stuff, definitely tag us on Twitter with you wearing it. Oh, for sure. Shit. Yeah, for yeah. sure. The pullovers are super cheap. Also, I, the I, cheapest I've seen. I don't like. This isn't a money making venture. I've the prices set to to sell. <laughs> Um, I think the shirts are sixteen bucks and the hoodies only twenty nine. So you I, go wrong. I've seen a lot of people have stuff like hoodies for fifty six bucks. Like that's yeah. insane. Um, so want to support our pod? Show it off. Feel free. Um, but again, before we hop into everything that we have planned, we had a five hundred follower giveaway, and we have a winner for that. Ooh. Um, David, would you like to do the honors? Oh boy. Uh, I didn't have my notes in front of me. That's my fault. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a surprise pop quiz there. <laughs> have you been following along? All right, David. Now, now spell Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> and congratulations, Jedi Fangirl. Yeah, Jedi Fangirl. Hey, yeah. All right, as you can see. As you can see, that that was very well planned out. <laughs> That's um, a little little peek behind the door for everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And um, if you didn't win, sorry, we're gonna have more giveaways, obviously. Um, but don't tell anybody. Don't tell. Don't reach out to them on social media. We want the the person to be surprised when they listen to our show and hear their name. So, um, Jedi Fangirl, when you hear this, uh, shoot us a DM. Give us your actual name. <laughs> And uh, your address, and we'll get the we'll get the giveaway out to you uh, ASAP. Yahoo! Hey R two, plug into the data port and let's check out the news. Hey everybody, thanks for for you know listening to the news section here. Uh, thanks again to Far Far Away News for supplying all of your your Star Wars new news needs. Um, so let's just jump right into it. Uh, a couple weeks ago, there was uh, the Disney earnings call. Uh, three big things that kind of came out of there uh, regarding Star Wars. Uh, We have confirmed that Mandalorian Season 2 will be out October 2020, which that's, like, fantastic. That's so much closer than it... it, it, It's not that far away. Um, It sounds like there's the possibility of a a Mando spinoff show, uh, which, I mean, I think I've seen some rumors about Kara possibly being um, the the spinoff character. Uh, and then lastly, uh, there's a big rumor about that maybe we're going to see a Rebel sequel uh, series in November. I can only assume that's probably going to follow uh, Sabine and, uh, and Ahsoka. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I've seen. 
is uh, mainly Ahsoka. I think that that's a cash cow that they're very much aware of. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can definitely see uh, Dave Filoni coming out on stage with a Where's Ezra shirt sometime. And, uh, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Or, but, Ezra, uh, or Ezra lives question mark. And... <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> the exclamation mark. Yeah. <laughs> Am I wrong? I thought that was confirmed already. No, no, no it's all mm. been it's all been rumored, but it's definitely been huh. uh, kind of bouncing around quite a bit. I mean, it, it only makes sense. It's, there's going to be some place they're going to follow up with where Ezra is, right? And I mean, yeah. especially I, I would love to see Ezra and Thrawn interact in the way that they would have to, being stranded on a ship someplace out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that would be. That would be amazing, but yeah. um, from from a from a Mando spinoff perspective, who would you guys want to see as spinoff characters? Like, who who do you think could carry their sh- a show on their own? Uh, uh, aside from Cara Dune, yeah. Aside from Cara Dune, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to see uh, Jack Crawl. Right? What was his name? Oh, Quill. 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 Yeah. Quill. Yeah. yeah he, Quill. He, he clearly has an interesting backstory. Um, I would be very interested in a Moff Gideon. Ooh. Like how I got the Darksaber. I'd watch a series on that. Uh, we're, well, yeah. I mean, with with Clone Wars coming out, I'm assuming we're going to see more of mm. the Darksaber stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to be something different. I don't I, I don't think Gideon's going to be involved. I mean, I guess, I guess it's possible he's involved in that. But, um, you know, from, I wonder from if we get a backstory of that in season two already. Kind of uh, like yeah, how they yeah. did with all the characters. Yeah, maybe that would that'd be pretty cool. Um, and then I mean, from my perspective, I guess I would kind of like to see, even though she was only in like a half of uh, an episode, I'd like to see a little bit more about Fennec Shan. Um, mm. if mm. if she's still alive, yeah, <laughs> we'll have to see about that one. <laughs> um, I uh, I wouldn't mind a bounty hunters guild. Ooh, just in general. Yeah, because mm. they you know, the bounty hunters comic book coming out. And clearly, yeah. after forty some years of bounty hunters, like they're very popular. Like, yeah, just, it, yeah, I'd be down for that. Kind of like a anthology series that maybe follow like different bounty hunters in like a couple like small arcs in the season. So you kind of yeah. it's not just like one consistent story. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, jumping all over the place with different bounty hunters. That'd be really cool. And then like, yeah. the the occasional, you know, big star like a boss <laughs> a boss episode or a Dengar oh. episode. Yeah. Now, watch the spinoff just be Mando. How grew up to be Mando. That's it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's a spinoff. It's I just mean, a, <laughs> just a prequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, honestly, I wouldn't. I see a little bit more of that Death Watch esque guild mm-hmm. and armor mm-hmm. and all that. That'd be kind of badass. Yeah. That would be cool. There's so, there's uh, so many so many possibilities. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. But but talking about Mando uh, and of course the ever lovable uh, child. Uh, Funko announced that the the child's Funko Pop is the most pre-ordered Funko Pop of all time. Not sold. That's different. The most sold pop is, I mean, come on, let's let's face it, D- Dancing Baby Groot. Uh, <laughs> of, of course, he's the most sold. Right? He's adorable. It's it's amazing that the two most popular Funko Pops have been baby versions of characters. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the those. Like the way that the, the character design is for both of those uh, uh, characters in this form, like the baby dancing Groot and, mm-hmm. and baby Yoda, I think it just lends itself so well to the way Pops look yeah. that, you know, I think it's a really good uh, carryover for sure. 
I mean, people are clearly very excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> Have either of you guys uh, pre-ordered it? Um, I, I, no. I did not. And that's because I pre-ordered something else that is extremely expensive. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's probably coming up a little bit later. I'd assume. Yeah. A little uh, bit well, expensive. we, we haven't done cargo haul in a couple of weeks and we're, I don't think we're going to do one this episode. So I guess I'll just drop it in right here. <laughs> um, I decided to pull the trigger and do my first ever sideshow purchase and ordered the life-size baby Yoda. Um, <laughs> So it was like 30, 35 bucks down and then whatever the payments are, it's like monthly payments until it's really, it doesn't even come out until 2021. So, uh, I'm <laughs> uh, not getting it for, a, not getting it for a while, but their payments, uh, whatever. <laughs> They're getting their money. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, when you commit to star Wars, you commit to star Wars. So it's, know, it's right? fine. You mean, you mean I just have to pay a monthly payment to have this you know life-size yoda in my house yeah whatever no problem done yeah and i'm fully going as soon as i get it i'm going to put on my mandalorian costume <laughs> and just carry it around the neighborhood in dc yes <laughs> yes you need to uh, that's perfect um switching some some uh switching the news up here a little bit um so in case you didn't know, of course, there's Galaxy's Edge down in uh, Walt Disney World and in Disneyland. Uh, here, over the next couple of years, they're building a Star Wars-themed resort in Walt Disney World that will actually connect directly to Galaxy's Edge called Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, there's been some some like new official an- announcements that's, that have come out over the past week. Um, it sounds like reservations are coming soon. Uh, and basically... If you do get a reservation on the Halcyon, that's the name of the ship, um, it's a two-day, two-night trip. Um, each, well, quote-unquote trip, right? You're not actually, <laughs> unfortunately, you're not leaving the planet. Earth. Wait, um, what? What? Yeah, damn it. Yeah. Um, I'm canceling now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's two days, two nights. Um, you, uh, I, I believe each room can, can sleep up to five. Uh, it's kind of cool because there's actually a quote-unquote window that, actually opens up into space um so each each room you'll be able to have a a like hyperspace or star field view um you're able to wield a lightsaber and there's like the training dro- training droid test stuff like what luke did on on the millennium falcon mm-hmm. um there's a lounge for adults called the silver sea lounge um so that's i'm assuming where you can get all your uh, adult yeah let's see if there's some dancing twi'leks down there you know um, there is you know there I, is hey i hope <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh you can also get down into the engineering room uh it sounds like that's going to be kind of more of like a play area for children i don't know if that's a good precedent to set <laughs> hey kids come on down to the engineering room <laughs> Jesus. you know what are you gonna do uh, and then a couple other little facts. Uh, there is uh, the main area of the ship is called the atrium. Uh, it sounds like you're going to be able to see uh, first order stormtroopers and probably some aliens coming in and off the ship. Uh, and you can get a, a tour of the bridge as well. Um, and I, I think there's some animatronic characters that are going to be up there. Um, we haven't heard a whole bunch more about like what the role playing experiences are going to be like. But, I mean, that still sounds like that's on. Uh, if, if that's news to you guys, basically, it sounds like when you're on the ship, people will interact with you like you are someone in the Star Wars universe. And the things that you do in Galaxy's Edge and on the ship will affect your 
essentially like reputation with certain people on the ship. If you're starting to work for the resistance, first order leading people are going to kind of shun you and vice versa. Right. Um, and then one of the coolest things that we, we knew this was a, uh, something that they were building, but we kind of saw some more art and, and some videos of this. Um, you actually have to go through a quote unquote launch pod between uh, your, essentially your, your terminal on the ground and then to the Halcyon itself. So instead of like driving a car up to the front of the ship and then just walking inside, you actually have to go someplace where there's essentially like a tram that, that you'll be able to get on at like a boarding station and then it will take you across into the Halcyon the whole time there. I assume it's going to make you feel like you're taking some sort of landing ship up to the Halcyon and then to come back in the galaxy's edge, you have to do the same thing. It's just, they're going all out with, with yeah. the immersiveness of this whole thing. That's insane. I didn't realize it was so, I guess I should have, but I didn't realize it was going to be so, like you said, immersive. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be crazy. I, I, there, there have not been official announcements for the cost. Um, everything that I've heard is, of course, pretty expensive. Um, I think yeah. as a single family, if, if it was like, you know, yourself, your partner and three kids, let's say, that's going to be kind of expensive, I think, because you're not going to be able to split that. If instead it's like you and a bunch of people who like Star Wars that can split split this like five different ways, it might not be as bad as it actually sounds. I think, and not including tickets to the parks and you know flying down there and all that stuff. That's yeah. that's extra, of course. But it's it's definitely on my bucket or your, list. Or your firstborn baby. Yes, uh, Disney will indeed take take uh, payment in form of uh, children. Uh, they they love doing that. So. That's how they get their cast members. It is. It is. They just start them young. Yeah, this is the way. <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. <laughs> um, so bouncing back to TV, uh, we have gotten co- confirmation that the Cass- the Cassian Andor series will begin filming this year, and I think that came directly from the horse's mouth, right? Yeah, the Diego Luna mm-hmm. scene. Yep, that's that's yeah. from the man himself. Mm-hmm. That's. I'm pumped for that. I I I, I want to see some more Cassian and K two. I am so excited for more K two. Very excited for K two. Absolutely. I wonder. I wonder what it's gonna kind of go through. I mean, they did the the Cassian and K two one shot comic, so I'm wondering if maybe they'll adapt that into live action, or if they're gonna retcon that, or if they're just gonna skip over it entirely. I don't know. Again, it's the same thing. There's so many possibilities for what they could do. I'm just. I'm really yeah. excited. like. I wonder if they'll show K two as an actual Imperial droid, like actually see him turn from yeah. Imperial to Rebel. That would yeah. be that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, that would be yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for this show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then we, we've gotten confirmation that Kevin Kilner, uh, who composed the early season of the Clone Wars and Rebels, he has returned to the Clone Wars for this upcoming season. Yeah, so if you're if you're a big fan of the Rebels music, you're you're here for a real treat. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, he's he's really good. Like, yeah, I, when we were doing, I mean, we're talking about a couple more episodes of season six coming up here in a few minutes. But um, when I was watching these two episodes, I actually paid attention to some of the music, and you know, he he really catches some of the like the old school Star Wars vibes. I think. Yeah, it's. It's so funny at this point. Like we're so used to, to John Williams, yeah. That I don't even know if I pay it. Atten- I don't pay attention. I do pay attention to the music, but I don't pay attention who makes it because I'm just so in love with it. Yeah, if that makes any sense at all. 
Absolutely. Um, like I've never heard a Star Wars like in a show or a movie, a song where I'm like, wow, this is just not good. Um, <laughs> so I, either way, <laughs> more Star Wars music, new Star Wars music, sign me up. <laughs> um, actually, but speaking of Clone Wars, let's um, let's go into Clone Wars season seven. I know we 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 still have a couple episodes to do of season six, and um, we're never going to get to the end of that apparently <laughs> before the new season starts. Um, but this past week there was a new trailer uh, for yeah. season seven that focused solely on the Bad Batch. Um, and then I had a thought that if there are people who are not this is not meant to sound as bad as it probably will sound or that are casual Star Wars fans or just casuals and don't really know what the Bad Batch is. Um, I thought we would just take a couple minutes and talk about it. Um, yeah. Just kind of educate, if you will. <laughs> um, so Bad Batch. Check me if I'm wrong, Sandy, but um, uh, <laughs> like 10 people are going to get that reference. Um, <laughs> so Bad Batch never actually was on a sh- show, right? Like they made four or five episodes and the show was canceled. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I think the Bad Batch was only shown or only referenced in those <laughs> unmade, unfinished episodes mm-hmm. that I think they still were technically considered canon, but mm-hmm. nothing ever really came of them. So so those unfinished episodes are on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go on and watch them. Just search Clone Wars Bad Batch and uh, the, those episodes will come up but just uh, so you're not shell-shocked. They are unfinished episodes. That means the yeah. the drawing, the animation is half done. Their faces don't move. Um, <laughs> the bodies aren't completely drawn. So just understand that. But still, the stories and the dialogue. It's kind of like listen. It's kind of like watching a podcast because <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're talking, they're having the show, but everything's kind of like half done. Um, so you kind of get the idea. <laughs> uh, but they're yeah. still. I mean, regardless of their being half done or not, they're still actually really good. Um, so the, uh, the bad batch, they're actually called the clone force 99, uh, during the creation of the clone army, the comedians made some genetic experiments. So essentially they were trying to make super soldiers within the star Wars universe. Um, they never worked. <laughs> um, <laughs> only four of them, only four of however many they made actually worked, actually panned out the way they had planned. Um, so they called them clone force 99. Uh, but being as they were tech, they were still clones of Django Fett. They just looked, they all looked completely different. They all sounded completely different, but they were still technically clones. Uh, so knowing that they called themselves the bad batch because they were different. Um, they don't answer to anybody. Their, their tactics are not clone tactics as you would, as we're used to. They kind of just, whatever it takes to get the job done, which I can appreciate. <laughs> um, so there's four of them. The the leader, Sergeant Hunter. I think people jokingly call him uh, Clone Commander Rambo. Because <laughs> uh, he kind of looks like Rambo. I think uh, that he's actually designed after a character from Predator. Oh, wow. I- Okay. It's uh, blanking on his name, but he was the bad guy in Roadhouse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he's he's described as a stoic, strong leader. Um, and then there is Commando Crosshair, who is essentially their specialist, their sniper. Um, he's also a, quote, deadly master of close quarters combat. So far to, closer, far, you're screwed. Um, <laughs> and then there's Commando Tech. 
who is the smart guy, intellectualist. He's also the pilot of their ship. Um, and I think if I remember correctly, he has actually has a pretty strong computer in his arm um, that yeah. he can plug into anything and change people's minds. <laughs> uh, and then the last one is the big, uh, the big beefy boy, Commando Wrecker. That's going to be everyone's favorite. Yeah, right there. He's uh, essentially the Incredible Hulk. His <laughs> his armor is fantastic. His helmet is, I'm going to make it. <laughs> uh, if that tells you anything about my opinion of him, but he's kind of a he's kind of a dummy. But he's a he's yeah. a big he's a big <laughs> strong brute. Like in the one of the unfinished episodes, is a really cool scene where they're in a, like a hallway trying to get out of a, a droid ship, and he just like barrels into like five of them and uses them as shields. <laughs> As he runs down a hall, just destroying things. So um, it's actually a pretty cool back and forth between him and Crosshair uh, about who can kill the most droids, and it's it's pretty good. Um, so hopefully that helps you a little bit understand who the Bad Batch are, and when the show starts, you're not completely lost. So um, season seven trailer. What do you guys think of that? The, this newest trailer. Oh, I I actually just watched it right before we started filming uh, again. Just because I, I think seeing Bad Batch in in action mm-hmm. is like in a completed form. That's that's really. I, I I knew this was coming, but I guess it didn't it didn't really hit me until I saw this trailer. You know. Yeah, I kind of in the same boat. Like I know they talked about it, and I, actually, you know what? I had a thought. Um, at celebration, was it celebration when? Or was it San Diego Comic-Con? It was San Diego Comic-Con when they announced the season seven was coming back, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, I thought it was it. One of the cons. I can't remember what it was. But anyway, the trailer they showed, they showed the back of Anakin and two clones looking up into the sky and seeing all the Star Destroyers. I don't remember it then, but I just watched the trailer again, and it was the Bad Batch next to him this time. Oh. Nice. I wonder if I wonder if it was like that the first time because I I feel like that would have been something that would have stuck out, right? For sure. Right. Um, it's more of them add on things probably. Yeah, I mean it's easier, much easier to do an animated than live action. <laughs> um, but uh, what do we have like five days before it comes out. Yeah, this this coming Friday, man. Wow. And it was I... it's it's not it's weekly, right? Uh yes. Yep. Oh, cool. Well, maybe, uh, just maybe, hint, wink, hint, the Black Squadron <laughs> podcast might have a weekly separate episode for Clone Wars Season 7. Just so uh, just so you guys yeah. know, that might be something that's happening. Yes. We just got to think of a clever name for it. <laughs> hey, if you have ideas, shoot it. Yeah, <laughs> shoot God, it yeah, help us. My brain it can only <laughs> help us so out. much. Yeah. Um, but before we move on to anything else... There was something I always check at the starwars.com because if it's there, it's real. Um, just to see what they post and because they have a lot of articles out that I feel like they don't promote themselves very often. Uh, and what I saw one that stuck out to me, it was by Amy Ratcliffe, who is known within the business of Star Wars. Um, she's one who authored the Star Wars Women of the Galaxy um, book. So she put out an article, the top 20 outstanding characters introduced in the Star Wars Clone Wars. And I thought, well, this might be interesting. So it's, I'm going to read off this list very quickly to you guys and feel free to chime in whenever you want of how many of these characters are from the Clone Wars that people talk about like they've been around forever. I'll, uh, I'm just going to start at one because that's how my papers are set up at the moment. I'm lazy. 
Um, <laughs> so Ahsoka Tano. Who's that? She, <laughs> <laughs> um, she is a Wookiee. Uh, oh, no. right. <laughs> so yeah, Shave, so the, one of them shaved ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, they are haunting. Um, <laughs> they're orange. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so yeah, Soka. I feel like she's become so much bigger than just the Clone Wars and Rebels. Like it's bananas. Uh, and then, I mean, you can't have Kons- uh, Konsoka, Jesus, Ahsoka <laughs> without Captain Rex. Yes, yes, that's my boy. Yeah, I. Uh, when I first saw the show, I hated his pistols because they looked so plain, but now I absolutely love them. Yeah. Um, 99. Oh, uh, 99. Poor so, summer child. 99 is one of the failed experiments from the super soldier plan from the comedians. That's why it's called Clone Force 99. Mm-hmm. Um, he, for the anybody who doesn't know, He's a wrinkly old man, <laughs> um, but he uh, gave probably one of the probably one of the most heartbreaking uh, yeah, characters yeah. in the season or in the mm-hmm. show. I mean, right next to fives. Oh, yeah, fives deserve so much better. <laughs> um, every time I see this name, I can't help but think saltine cracker, um, <laughs> Duchess Satine. <laughs> um, I actually don't know this. Like this next one, I don't. I must have missed this altogether. Force priestesses? Uh, that's the end of season six when Yoda is learning how to yeah. do all of his uh, coming back from the dead thing. Yep. Yeah. And then Cham Sandula. You know, they they took Cham from like a, a character that was in a couple episodes and they reference him in all sorts of books now. It's it's yeah. really, really cool. Yeah, he's they've made him kind of like a pivotal figure in the resistance. Or, I'm sorry, Rebellion. Liberty and Ryloth. (laughs) Uh, Mother Tolzin. Okay. I still can't look at her and not be creeped out. Uh, Cad Cad Bane. I would would love to see Cad Bane in some live action stuff. Yeah. Same here. That'd be really cool. Uh, I I don't know how many people have actually seen that little clip that they played. I think it was San Diego Comic Con of Cad Bane and Boba Fett having the um, shootout. Uh, I think I've I've heard that reference, but I don't know if I saw that. Oh, man, you should go on YouTube and find it. That's how Boba Fett got that ding in his helmet. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, Mibor Gascon. Isn't isn't that that little guy? Yep, he is. He is <laughs> tiny. That, um, oh, God. <laughs> I, this, uh, you brought uh, that's probably my least favorite arc <laughs> in yeah. all Clone Wars. I'm not crazy. About What's that. Your, is that the one that frog looking thing? Yeah. Whatever? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. horrible. Uh, yes. Next. <laughs> uh, Savage Opress. Yes. You know, dumb name, awesome character. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You're, I mean, that could be the name of that dude's autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> and she even put in the article, has the coolest name. <laughs> yeah. Cool name. We'll pass on that one. Uh, Stella Guerrera. Okay. She... She was she was a bad chick too. And then right after her, you can't have not have Saul. 
it's it still blows my mind that again they took a dude from like three or four episodes of Clone Wars and made him into this pivotal character in mm-hmm. Rebels and in Rogue One, of course. Rogue One, yeah, yeah. It's it's nuts what they can do when they put their brains to it. <laughs> <laughs> and then this this son of a bitch, Pong Krell. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, awesome, awesome uh, story in those couple things but god you just love to hate that dude yeah he 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 earned the hate <laughs> um i'm gonna miss i'm gonna butcher this is it who yang it is who yang yeah oh, good job man. look All at right. that look at that yeah, somebody's brushing up i know i'm learning <laughs> isn't who yang isn't he uh voiced by david Tennant? oh i don't know oh. i'm looking that up real quick right now I think he is. Oh, this is really cool. He taught Jedi for over a thousand years. His memory bank held a lengthy history of all lightsabers he's seen built. Ooh, oh. that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's really uh, cool. Uh, I am correct. Oh, David yeah. Tennant did indeed voice him. Ding, 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 ding. And Cam, what do we win? Yeah. Uh, the next name on the list? Another beer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Numa. Oh, Numa. Numa. And Twilex. What was what was it that she called Waxer and Boyle? What was that word? Uh, Emmett Brothers. Yes, I know what you're saying. I don't remember. Yeah, that's trivia true. question for Twitter. Oh there yeah, yeah. There you go. If anybody knows go. and responds, the first person who knows and responds, I'll send you a decal. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zyro the Hut. Uh, that was another one of those. Uh. I, I just don't know why they gave him that voice. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't mind Zero, but that's uh. yeah. I have a hard time with all the all the animated huts, to be honest. Yeah, they, they can't ever get them to look right. What was the name of the hut in the Star Wars main comic? Um, who had he was like jacked. Uh, oh, what was yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I have a hard time with all the huts. Even Jabba, that bastard. It was a ju- it was a juiced up hut. Yeah, yeah, juiced oh. hut. Let's call him juiced hut. Juiced hut. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I don't know these folks. I must have missed this arc altogether. The father, the daughter, and the son. Uh, the, mor- the mortis arcs. Yeah. The mortis arcs. Yeah, I missed that one altogether. Are you? Oh man. Okay, I'm off the pod. I can't do this <laughs> <Yeah>. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know the son. The son looks super familiar. I've 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 drawn him for a set for tops. <laughs> if 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 this goes this goes specifically to BP and anybody else listening to this, literally go find and watch the episodes Overlords, Altar of Mortis, and Ghosts of Mortis in the Clone Wars. You're gonna get some crazy yep. force information out of those episodes alone. It's and, insane. And Amy Radcliffe included recommended viewing Overlords, Altar of Mortis, and Ghosts of Mortis. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, the next one, Pre Vizsla. Good old uh, John Favreau for you. You got the uh, the wielder of the dark saber. Let a terrorist group come on. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> and then Bo Katan. Bo Katan, the second saltine cracker. No I'm kidding. <laughs> um, and then last but not least, Hondo. My boy. Oh, oh I love Hondo. Hondo. Hondo's a badass. 
I'm I, so glad that he's like he started in in the you know the uh, Age of Republic and has gone all the way up to the Age of Resistance. It's fantastic. Yeah. I want somehow for him and Billy D. Williams to share a scene. And Billy D. Williams goes, "Hey, you old pirate!" Yeah. <laughs> yes. I would. Uh, I'd pay money for that. I'd subscribe to a, a service. <laughs> um, to, to to watch that. <laughs> would, would would you subscribe to a podcast that talked about that? Oh my god, would I ever? <laughs> uh, just just come back around. By the way, that yeah. that, uh, that hut was Gracchus. Oh, Gracchus, hut. yes. Yeah, I don't know what it is about the huts, man. I just can't get into them. They they have a really cool idea, but like, I, at least it's not like in Legends where there was the the hut Jedi. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be Lord. funny to see. Yeah, I mean, if they do it, I'll accept it, but I'm not going to like it. Um, so what what episodes are we on for season six? Um, I'm I'm behind. I've had a really crazy week. <laughs> five and six, right? So episodes five mm-hmm. and six. Did you guys get a chance to watch those? Yes. I mean, if you guys want to give the people uh, your thoughts or overall uh, five and six, go for it. Cam, go ahead. I'll refresh as you're going. All right, sure. So uh, I don't have the titles in front of me right now, but just as a quick summary, uh, episode five, um, Padme is going to the planet that the the banking clan is on. Uh, It's inhabited by the Munes, those really tall, like kind of flat, like their heads are square, little rectangular. It's whatever Mm -hmm. Plagueis was. Yeah, yeah. Plagueis. yeah, Plagueis. Um, so he, she goes there, runs into Rush Clovis, which if that name sounds familiar, it's because he was in much earlier episodes of Clone Wars. There's a little bit of history there. Uh, essentially, the the banks are broke, um, and that's 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 a problem uh, across the galaxy. Uh, and they get some information that proves that the banks are broke. And then the next episode, um, they get back to Coruscant. And they are trying to get the Senate to understand that. But uh, meanwhile, Dooku uh, kind of turns Rush from being kind of neutral into helping out the Separatists again because he wants Rush is more about, well, he becomes more about the power of running the banking plan than anything else. The arc doesn't end there. There's still episode seven that, that it finishes it up. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, they're two kind of more politically driven mm-hmm. episodes kind of very like trade federation beginning of phantom menace esque kind of episodes mm-hmm. is it is this the one where anakin calls clovis <laughs> lover boy yes yes it is <laughs> he calls him lover boy uh beats the shit out of him i was gonna say is this the episode he just destroys the guy yeah, yeah he, <laughs> one of my favorite things out of that episode is as as they're fighting uh clovis for some reason punches at anakin's uh, robotic hand and it makes it makes one of those <laughs> clung noises and he like shakes his hand as if he after he hits it uh so that's that's always fun um yeah i mean o- overall I, I i like i mean again it's star wars i like it mm-hmm. um yeah in season seven I, I think this arc is kind of one of my least favorite just because i don't I, i'm sorry i don't care that the banks are a thing like yeah <laughs> just, just money happens and make yeah. the fight, you know. <laughs> there were a lot of like Vader foreshadowing in this one. Like when he walks up to Padme, you can see his shadow turn into Vader yep. when she's locked up or whatever. And 
there was another one where it showed his shadow again yep. the same way. Yeah, you, you definitely see some of that unbridled rage that he has that kind of turns yeah. Anakin mm-hmm. into Vader. Um, I, oh, I also forgot a major plot point. Uh, basically, Padme and Anakin are on a break now, so that's always fun. <laughs> like like Ross and Rachel? Uh, yeah. They were on a break! Um, <laughs> we're not on a break. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Good episodes. Looking forward to the rest of the rest of the arc. All right. Before we move on, I asked somebody this a couple weeks ago, and I may have asked this on the pod when we first started out. But what do you guys think has been was more more of an impactful for each person? Do you think it was more impactful for Luke to find out that Vader was his dad, or for Ahsoka to find out Vader was Anakin? Oh man. Wow. Uh, I mean, personally, I think I got to go with Ahsoka. She yeah. spent more time with them. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, I mean, the Luke, you know, hey, I'm your literal father. That's mm-hmm. kind of a, but, but in a way, Anakin was almost like a fatherly figure to Ahsoka, too, you know? Yeah. Right. And she saw him from point A to point B, you know? Yeah. Like, mm hmm. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm gonna say Ahsoka. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good, good question. Yeah, it's so like, it still like stirs emotion in me now when I watch the Ahsoka Vader duel from Rebels. Yeah, oh, yeah. And when they when they layered his voice too, where you could hear actual Anakin and Vader together. Oh, yeah, man. when the when the helmet breaks. Yeah, his eye, his and, eye shows. Yeah, and he like has a, like a brief second of Anakin. Yeah. Oh, and, God, and I, so good. oh yeah i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to watch that <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned for our rebels rewatch yeah my god right. oh, <laughs> i don't know if i could do that again to be honest <laughs> it's this last episode last couple episodes or last season really are just so emotional yeah, yeah. yeah. it's so good don't get me wrong it's just i don't know if i'm in the headspace to get back into that <laughs> um but vader's that's just speaking of vader let's um Let's transition to comic books in the last couple weeks here. Um, right now, Star Wars comics are kind of few and far between. Uh, not by title, but just by release date. Um, so in the last two weeks, only two books have come out, unless yeah. I'm wrong. Nope, you're correct. Um, so I was able to read Vader 1. I had not gotten to, to Kylo Ren number 3 yet. Um, but Vader number 1... Uh, what do you guys? Uh, what you guys think of Vader One? Of this, was it Volume Three, Vader? Yes, Volume Three, Vader One. Uh, what do you guys? Uh, just overall non-spoilery thoughts at the moment. Very good. I thought it was pretty good. I, I mean, the Vader series haven't let me down, and this it's started. It's starting off extremely strong. Yeah, I I am absolutely in love with Vader Volume One run. Yeah. Um, volume two is also very good. Um, so obviously I have very high hopes and standards for this run. Uh, but the uh, issue one uh, is awesome. Big, big fan so far. Um, the thing that sticks out to my brain the most after not reading it for the last week and a half was that one full page panel of Vader walking with the droid behind him. Yeah. That was <laughs> such a badass visual. <laughs> um, I really like the droid. I can't remember his name. Zed something or other. Yeah. Yeah. I like when he was the droid was talking to Vader and Vader just like 
starts reworking his chest. <laughs> <laughs> if you tell anybody like, about wait, what's whoa, going wait. on, you're going to blow up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing I, the biggest question I have from that first issue is Padme's apartment in Coruscant. Is it in or on? I guess it'd be on <laughs> uh, Coruscant. Do they seal up all former senators' apartments? <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean you mean like do they seal them up with a bust of their giant head yeah. like that's uh, y- yeah uh, if if you guys haven't read it yet the i mean it's exactly what it sounds like vader walks up to go into padme's apartment and literally there's a giant <laughs> statue of padme's head blocking the doorway i thought that was very very weird i would in the boo yes no i wouldn't question it i wouldn't think twice about it but in coruscant what what would be the reason you know what i mean it wasn't even like a it wasn't even like a tastefully done statue or anything like it's just a big it's a (laughs) big yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) it looked like it was gonna go into a parade or something yeah like yeah, that was that was bizarre to me. And unless there's just something she did whilst in the Senate that I can't actually, she did call for the vote of no confidence. Maybe Palpatine. <laughs> uh, he, he, well, he's like, you know what? She's uh, she's all right. <laughs> is, that, is that big head worthy? Um, I didn't see. <laughs> <Big head worthy. laughs> yeah. I, I didn't see any Jar Jar heads, but we haven't. I mean, it's first episode. Uh, yeah, hey, it might be there too. Yeah, uh, is this is this one of the first? I mean, I, there's been hundreds of comics, so I'm sure it's not the first time that there's been a non-Jar Jar Gungan. Uh, but at the end there, there's definitely oh, a Gungan yeah. that's like some sort of commando or yeah. something like that. Yeah, <laughs> no, is it? Not gone commando, he, commando, not gone. He didn't go commando. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> he's not new. No. Yes. There, there, yeah. there was not, you know, uh, Gungan Ghibli bits in that. Yeah. yeah. Not yet. <laughs> that um, was a full page spread, it, or is it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. Wait till you see the cover in is issue it? number two. <laughs> um, <There's> a... <laughs> <laughs> That's the Disney there's Plus a... series I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> you cowards, put it on. <laughs> there's a centerfold you don't want to miss. <laughs> oh man, is that the the only other Gungan we've seen I, I, outside of Adventures? I mean, yeah, I mean, I know Jar Jar showed up here or there in a couple of things, but I can't think of another Gungan. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I did see people panicking online that it was Jar Jar. I was like, calm down. No, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's no. not even possible. Relax. I, I haven't seen so much, like, talked about a comic than this one here. And unless we're going to go three, two, one, if y'all want to skip this part for a spoiler or whatever. <laughs> Because there's a lot of people bitching about it, and it's crazy. About about the the Vader comic, yeah. Oh yeah, about the mm-hmm. the last shot, the last panels, yeah. All right, so yeah, if you don't, if you haven't read it yet and you don't want to, go ahead and skip for the next five minutes. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about the last panels, the last bit. Well, that is not Padme. <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> nobody if you i mean if you're sitting there thinking that it is i'm sorry <laughs> yeah there's there's a zero percent chance that they, they they literally cannot bring 
they could bring a lot of people back. Padme is one that <laughs> could not come back. There's no way she could survive that. Like bringing her back completely changes Vader's whole yeah, thing. Like if she's there, not... yeah. So I think the popular consensus is that it's Sabe. It's at least one of the handmaidens. Yeah, you know, maybe not Sabe in specific, but definitely a handmaiden. The reason I think that it would be Sabe is because she even nearly fooled uh, Bail Organa once. Yep. Right. And she, if I'm correct, she'd be that age that that would be around. Yeah, I mean, for people who've seen the movies, she was Kira Knightley in Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Phantom Menace, or was that Phantom Menace. Yeah, Phantom Menace. It's crazy how many people were in that movie that, like, uh, what's it? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy to think about. <laughs> they do look a lot alike. <laughs> they look a lot alike. Yeah, could you imagine Bobby? being Vader, like, or being Anakin as Vader all these years, and then walk into that area, and then suddenly see someone who looks exactly like the wife you killed? Right. <laughs> and just because he says Padme doesn't mean that it's Padme. It's more right. like holy, holy yeah. shit! Have right. I seen Padme? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was. It was more along the lines of uh, when he's <laughs> when Vader's in his Tie Fighter and he gets shot behind. He goes, "What?" What? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so what the hell? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I think it looks like they're going to go into a little bit of Vader's psyche because, like, throughout the, the the issue they're talking about, like he's kind of reviewing um, the battle with Luke, and it it makes him relive certain things with his past, uh, mm-hmm. especially when he goes back to. Um, the Lars's homestead, and then you know he kind of revisits Shmi dying and and all that stuff. I, I think this this run is going to be a lot of how Vader reacts to like really accepting he's a father, and I think I think what they're going to try to do is try to make, draw the the line between him trying to turn Luke and him turning against the Emperor in Jedi. Do you, do you guys feel like? Vader didn't turn full Vader until Return to Jedi, like after, I mean, uh, like after Empire, in the beginning of Jedi. I just feel like he was still conflicted for some, like he was still going back and forth on his own. I mean, and maybe that's what this comic is showing. Like yeah, he's still going back and forth and being like, uh, "What happened?" Or you know, I don't know if he ever went full Vader. Because, you know, mm-hmm. everything we know from Anakin, he has always had impulse control problems. <laughs> to put it mildly. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, if you read any of the Vader comics or any, literally anything with Vader in it, if someone, like, just remotely, like, a, a percent makes him irritated, they're dead. <laughs> yep. So, you know that whoever this Padme look like is, you know he's going to kill him. Kill her. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's gonna, she's going to be like, I'm not Padme. He's like, ah, dead. <laughs> and then the credits roll. Yeah. Uh, right. It was a two-issue two series. Created by George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's so funny that, you know, Palpatine was so strong or whatever, but yet you had everybody telling everybody, hey, Join me and we can rule the galaxy, but he doesn't realize that they're doing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, like, 
<laughs> he never catches on to anybody else trying to roll the galaxy over him. Yeah, he's uh, a. <laughs> it's so strong. It's so strong. You are. Why leave? As Yoda would say. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, he's always looking for somebody else to. Actually, you know what? It's kind of brilliant. He just sits back and lets someone else do his dirty work like the entire time we know him. True. He's a he's a world class, galaxy class delegator. <laughs> he, he is the puppet master. Um. So yeah, Vader number one out of five uh, force chokes. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna hate myself for saying this, but out of five force chokes, I would say choke me harder, Daddy. That's what I would say. <laughs> that's stuck to the tape, right? Oh, yeah, man. that's. I'm sorry. I apologize to uh, anybody who just heard me say that. That's one of our new shirts that's coming out soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look for that uh, Valentine's card next. Oh week. yeah. That's gonna, there you go. That'll definitely be one. Oh man. <laughs> uh, Four and a half for me. Four and a half? Four and a half. Yeah, four and a half. Yeah, I, I got to go. For, uh, you know what? I'll go five. I loved it. You know? Yep. I loved it. The artwork was killer. There was, uh, I'm a sucker for a full page, uh, badass spaghetti western type shot like him and the droid walking away from an explosion. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they hit, it ticked all my boxes. Big fan. I'm excited for the next episode <laughs> or next, <laughs> next issue. Um, so, yeah, let's go into his uh, little disciple, Kylo Ren. <laughs> that little bastard. Um, I <laughs> I have not had a chance to read this yet, but I'm not against hearing what you guys thought about it. And please feel free to go. No, don't worry about spoiling it for me. Uh, I mean, uh, I'll just say, go ahead. Man. No, no, go, go ahead, Dave. Uh, this last one's got to be a bane. Like, they got to do a good job on this last one for me to be sold on it. Yeah, issue four. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because I, I, I'm, I'm like going off the end over here on it. There's, I, I thought three was more solid than than two, but there still wasn't a lot, and it's not really explaining anything about the Knights of Ren like at all, mm-hmm. other than at they all. exist. You know, uh, the half of the half of the story, no, the whole story of this issue is basically Kylo telling Ren about what happened. Like he explained these three Jedi that are after him, and then one of them died. And mm-hmm. End of story. Yeah, and then he gets uh, an all black outfit, which makes him look badass. And then otherwise, that's it. Do you guys feel like they're kind of trying to retcon the genocide, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like blaming somebody else? Like it's Kylo Ren's just always kind of been there. You know what I mean? Not doing anything. Uh, I'm not sure if. The these comics before the rise of Skywalker came out, if it would have made a difference, but because us knowing what happened, mm-hmm. it's not really mattering anymore. Mm. I mean, you know, just don't sugar. I mean, they're trying to make him look more innocent than what he is. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, and. The Knights of Ren. I mean, just imagine them on that mountain doing that music video. Mm-hmm. That fucking. That's pretty much how they are in this comic. Yep. I kind of get the sense that they came up the idea of the Knights of Ren and designed them and they looked fucking awesome, but they have never and still don't have any idea what to do with them. Yeah, exactly. If if, if they really want to dig into the Knights of Ren, I really feel like a book following mm-hmm. Ren makes far more sense than trying to shove it into four issues. 
yeah mm-hmm. uh, of a comic i i mean they haven't even really explained and, and i mean i know there's one more issue left of the series but other than like kylo going to snoke in the second issue and kind of being like oh you know help me you know like it's not even yeah. it's not it, it's not changing anything for me I, it's it's showing like i like the small glimpses of seeing luke's training um temple and yeah that was pretty cool yeah, yeah and, and i like i like seeing how conflicted ben is like he's always been conflicted that's that's the thing i'm taking away from the series is even when he was younger he was still cocky about who he is and uh and what he is like in relation to the force mm-hmm. so so like that's that's okay but I, I I started the series with really high hopes, and now I'm really hoping that the fourth issue, like, comes back around because I I, uh, I gotta admit I have been kind of unimpressed. I mean, the fourth issue kind of has to be a double issue, right? I hope <laughs> I hope yeah. I will, they should have never had Ren take off his helmet. I, I feel yeah. like ever since then it's like oh man. He, he, <laughs> I was expecting. I wasn't expecting David, or I wasn't expecting uh, Jeffrey Epstein underneath right, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the helmet. You know what I mean? Uh, um, it's uh, yeah, yeah. The series, I mean, it's not done yet, but I don't know what they can do to change my mind at this point. That it's it's this one, this particular run is a letdown. And which, once once you read it, uh, you you're gonna go, why is this duty? I mean. <laughs> You know, because what he's saying is just like, just stop talking because you're not making sense right now. Yeah, the whole to me, that's what. It, yeah, the whole the whole point, like the whole thing right now for me is why do we even do this? Yeah, which the surprising thing that is is that uh, you know it's coming out that that issue one ha- has gone to like reprint like two or three times. Mm-hmm. Issue two is being reprinted for a third time. It looks like this issue is heading to a second reprint. So like. It's popular. It's yeah. getting picked up, which is surprising. Is I, I mean, of course, I know that there's a, a large subsection of the Star Wars fandom that's like, you know, Ben Solo is baby. I get that, mm-hmm. but right, but yeah. and that, that's I, I'm not making a judgment against that one way or the other. If you like Ben as a character, if you like Kylo as a character, you know, all be be you know go right into that. That's fine, but I, I guess I'm just surprised that the comic is doing as well as it is when i mean honestly i think the content is okay but there's definitely been better content yeah this this first issue i just looked i think it was yesterday or a day or two ago i sent you guys a message it's issue one selling for like 40 50 bucks on ebay that's insane um i yeah i know we talked about some things in star wars aren't for everybody uh and this particular run is not written for us yeah I mean, can't. I mean, what do you think about how he's, how, uh, Ren is talking? I mean, I know I can't. It's hard to not. Say, I mean, it's just he's not making. I mean, what's the point of him talking in this one? He, he's he's. Uh, is he testing him? Is he just like the, the way the way that Ren comes off to me is like a, a really. I mean, eighties villains are cheesy to begin with, but he comes off as like a really cheesy b-rated movie villain that's the way he comes across like mm-hmm. oh tell me about this thing you know like it's yeah it's like uh i mean okay i get it it i guess my big issue with ren i was okay 
like he was edgy. The, the, the character design was really edgy to begin with, all the burns and the mask and all that stuff. But but for some reason now I'm looking at him and, and it's like he's too edgy. Like they're, I, I don't know. Like I, I, I could see him like going to a My Chemical Romance concert or something like that. And it's like, <laughs> hey, I, I personally love MCR. That's cool. But like, I, I don't want a Star Wars character that looks like that, I guess, you know? Right, and like how Cam was saying about what what uh, Ben is wearing, he's like, "Hey, you need to change. You need we have a reputation to keep up." But yet he's still wearing some ripped up, torn up Hulk Hulk out shirt, you know, <laughs> you know, and it's just, and it's almost like that. What's that one insurance commercial with the dollar bill? Like you gotta be quicker than yeah. that. Oh, yeah. That's how he's that's how he's toying toying with Ben right now in this. In his comment, I will say Ben's outfit is awesome. The all black, yeah, yeah, that yeah, looks like a dark side Han Solo, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I still don't know what Kylo Ren is upset about. (laughs) 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 Like, why, why, like, this if this book was supposed to make me understand why he went to the dark side, looks to me like he had a pretty good. I mean, the only thing I, I, I will, I, the thing I am taking from this is that Snoke has been in his head from the get go. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and because Snoke was there, Palpatine was there. So mm-hmm. I, I get, I get that aspect of it. it. It's kind of that he's been conflicted and it just so happens that, I, I mean, it's kind of mimicking Vader when you really think about it. Right. Palpatine <laughs> manipulated Anakin to, to finally become who he wanted him to become. And then, now Palpatine's kind of doing the same thing with Kylo, except, I mean, we've all seen Rise of Skywalker that ended pretty much the exact same way mm-hmm. with the light side. So, yeah, there was a lot of uh, Snoke voucher for you in this comic. Yeah, <laughs> does he still have that so, banging hat? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't show him in this one. Ah, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> fucking Not, hippie Snoke. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no uh, Grateful Dead. No mullet hat in this one. Yeah. <laughs> Come closer. I have news. <laughs> <laughs> How many random Star Wars quotes can I work into this episode? <laughs> yeah. The uh the I, I will say though that the the uh cover for, for issue four looks amazing. That that looks great. Yeah, I think what is it? It was an issue one or two reprint where it has the, the panel of Luke fighting the lights of Ren. Oh yeah. That one's really good. (laughs) I tell you what, by the cover of this one, though, it fools you when you read it because I thought it was going to be a lot different than the cover. Yeah, this one feels like this. This, you know what? I haven't even read it, but based off what you guys have said, it kind of this whole story arc, this is this four issue run, is reminding me of Resistance, where they have a set parameter of how many issues they know they have, but yet they still give us a filler. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say the issue's filler, right? Like, they're trying to explain... Basically, Ren wants Kylo to kind of relive the, the, the death of the Jedi that he killed. But, I mean, honestly, once he goes through it, he didn't even fucking kill the dude. I was going to say, he didn't even kill him, right? No, right. Like, that's the other thing that bothered me, is that the fact that the guy that they killed... The, the Jedi that dies is the one that, like Kylo says, is like the... He views, like, life as a puzzle, and he thinks he can solve anything. Right. And as yeah. as as his throne lightsaber is bouncing back to him, he's like, "This is a puzzle. I can solve it." And then he gets <laughs> cut in half. It's like, oh, "Okay, dude. Like, <laughs> come on." <laughs> oh boy. 
Yeah. And what's the what's the uh, chick the the girl Jedi? What's her name? Uh, I don't remember. I okay. mean, it was a uh, fucking Ray. I think her new name is Rage. That's what her new name. Is. <laughs> she just freaks the she, fuck out, dude. She is Rage <laughs> all the time. All right, uh, so uh, Kylo Ren number three. I don't know. I got nothing funny this time. Out of five, what do you give it? Two and a half. One. Yeah. Brutal. So, <laughs> yeah. It's it, brutal. It, yeah. This is one of the money grab comics. Uh, I, I mean, I hate to say, I mean, the writers, I mean, they go, I know they're a whole lot smarter than I am, but it just feels like one of those comics that, hey, the movie just came out. We can make some money off of this here. You know? I, I yeah, would, I would yeah. honestly really like to hear from our listeners too. So, yeah. like seriously, start up a conversation with us about this this issue because maybe we're not seeing something that yeah should be there. But let us know. Um, I had something else I wanted to say about it, but now I can't remember it. So, what are you gonna do? Um, let's uh let's bring up the tone. <laughs> um, <laughs> back to the BSP. Everyone, everybody loves and knows um, with a new segment. Um. We talked about for many, I guess, months. It feels weird that we've been doing this for longer than five days. But for <laughs> months, we had uh, the cargo hall section where we talk about all the Star Wars stuff we bought. Uh, we haven't stopped buying things, but we just haven't been talking about it as much. Um, but where David and I are obsessed with Star Wars toys. <laughs> um, so we are always looking and watching and on the hunt for new stuff that's coming out just to be prepared for it. So um, we thought we would, you know, combine a list of things we saw between episodes that are coming out in the near future or eventually or hinted at or whatnot. So we, uh, we have a new segment that is called David's den of antiquities. David, go ahead and take it away. All right. Well, you guys ready to spend some money? Cause I know <laughs> money. I don't have anyway. Well, we already know about uh, the sideshow, uh, the baby Yoda, Earl. Yeah, Earl. <laughs> that one, I mean, so, BP, I know you got yours, but Cam, I mean, what do you think of it? How do you, I mean. I, I mean, I, I think it looks fantastic. Uh, I mean, it looks show quality, right? Um, yeah. I, the toys and stuff aren't, aren't my bag, so I wouldn't drop. 350 on the thing um but i can't wait till bp gets it and we see some pictures of the thing <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know if my wife 100 percent knows i bought it <laughs> oh uh, so uh we'll see if she listens to this episode <laughs> so if i'm not here the next episode you guys know where to start <laughs> Brandon, what happened to that car <laughs> payment we were supposed to make? I, I sold the car for a baby. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm excited for you. It looks, I've never, like I said, I've never purchased a sideshow before. I've been obsessed with them for a while. Um, the chance to get a life-size Star Wars character for only, only $350 in that. Only. And over the next year, I can pay payments on that. Yeah, sure. Does it come with a frog, though? That's what I need to know. Actually, <laughs> does it come with a baby frog? I would be lying if I told you, didn't tell you guys that I went on Amazon to see what fake, <laughs> fake frogs I could find. 
so yeah, I'm a hundred percent in. I've never purchased anything this big before, um, money wise in Star Wars in one shot. So um I've been trying to and this has been a, a lifelong thing, uh quality over quantity. Um <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I look at shit ton of toys in my studio I'm sitting in. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm excited for this one. Uh, what else you got, David? I uh, got the Mandalorian ma- yeah, that, uh, uh, retake. The Mandalorian troop transport. Oh the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that thing looks pretty awesome. That took me back to like the '80s on that. Yeah, I, when on that scene and on the Mandalorian when that pulled up, I I got a pretty good pop for me. <laughs> yeah, very. Um, I I I think I told you guys this in our chat. Uh, these vintage collection vehicles i think i like the boxes better than the actual vehicles <laughs> um like the tank trooper the tank from rogue one the box art is incredible when you take the tank out there's like no figures or anything with it it's kind of just nah. <laughs> wah, wah, yeah wah, and the wah, same wah. with the the sail barge um skiff yeah the skiff yeah like, if you take it out of the box it's a skiff. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so okay. yeah, uh, I love. <laughs> I'm not above buying the box. <laughs> so right. that was going to be pretty cool. I think it's already out, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I've seen some folks uh, opening them on Insta. And then we got the ECCC Black uh, Boba Fett exclusive pop. It was the uh, 10 inch. And apparently they're going to make that one in a Target exclusive also. Yeah, share, uh, not share partner, but a show exclusive partner or something like that. So yeah, this is right. this is one they had in Target that was the 10-inch and they just shrunk it down for um, Emerald City Comic Con. Is this the, the one that's all black and then it has like the, the red Mando? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That thing, I actually might get that because that's really badass. Yeah, I yeah. think David might have the 10-inch one. Yeah, I got that one and then the uh, red and black one. Nice. Oh, nice. Those are metal, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm really They're digging different. the 10 inch uh, Funko Pop line. And I guess there's another Bubble Fett coming out 10 inch, but it's got a uh, little uh, Slade would kill me for this, the Ewok. <laughs> I don't know if it actually comes with that Ewok or if that was just for scale in that picture. Oh, okay. All right. Because um, well, it didn't really make sense to me. Either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, why would that? But all right, I guess I've seen crazier stuff. That's a uh, 40th anniversary one, right? For Yes, sir. So that one will definitely get. Actually, uh, saves me some time because I was going to get one of the black 10 inch ones and repaint it to look just like Boba Fett. <laughs> but now I don't have to. <laughs> uh, what about anything else, BP? No, I, I'm. I don't, it's, all, it's your show, buddy. <laughs> uh, well, oh, the um, probe droid that's coming out also. Yeah, or is out the black series. Mm-hmm. The uh, getting mi- mixed reviews on that one from what I'm reading. I, it's like same one, kind of not the same one, but. And the 3.75 inch uh, dual pack with Vader and the probe droid, I'm 99% sure it's a repack. Because I have it. Um, again, if my wife listens to this, she's going to know now, but I have it just like in our, it's in our living room. Um, I, I put it like in the decor. Uh, she hasn't said anything and it hasn't moved. So she might not have noticed it yet. 
Um, but I love, I love the Viper droids, man. They, they, yeah, they get me. <laughs> and we also got the new uh, vintage card Mandalorian, like uh, Mando, Dune, and Stormtrooper. Stormtrooper, yeah. I'm so Can't confused. Remember what the name name of the Stormtrooper is? I think they just called a Stormtrooper. Uh, but I'm, Dirty Stormtrooper. Yeah, uh, a worn, a worn, if you will. <laughs> Um, I'm a little confused because I have it have them pre-ordered on Amazon and it says release dates in May, but I'm seeing everybody and their brother finding them in stores <laughs> all over the country. So I'm just confused as to why I have to wait to May. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but they look so really is, good. So is Amazon from what I'm hearing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Mandalorian card. Um, the Mando himself, the card back is so good. It's like the original art that we first saw of the Mandalorian, uh, which I really right. like. So like, mm-hmm. I'm really excited to hang those in the studio. Where? I don't know, but. <laughs> uh, that's about it. Yeah, there's all a lot, of, for this week. lot yeah. of good stuff coming out. I mean, oh, and the 40th anniversary Black Series too. I mean, was it Han, Leia, Luke? Uh, AT AT driver, mm-hmm. and there's one more I'm blanking on. I think. But anyway, I saw someone posted pictures, and I don't remember who it was, but the sculpts are incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, they've never really gotten Leia that well in these figures, but this one looks really good. The Han Solo sculpt might be the best one they've ever done. And there's some uh, the hot toys also that are coming out. Mm-hmm. That a lot of a lot of good ones of those. You it's got the Land, Lando skiff one that's coming out. Yeah, that one looks incredible. But yeah, mainly the uh, solo and the layer ones are really done well. Oh, and the the Luke uh, Black Series 40th anniversary for Empire is in the Bestman outfit. Looks really good too. They they crush the sculpts on all of these. Even the even the ATAT driver uh, helmet looks incredible. Like I don't know what advancements they've had over there, technology-wise, but <laughs> doing a really good job. So, tip of the hat to you, Hasbro. <laughs> also, send us figures. Yeah, samples would be good. I'll take some samples. <laughs> I'll take defects, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just send them. <laughs> no, but that's it. Signing yeah. off on that one. Yeah. So we got a lot of good stuff coming our way in terms of uh, toys that I don't need, but we'll get. Um, so you know what we haven't done in a long time, fancast. Woo! So we uh we are going to do a slightly different fancast than we've done in the past. Um, I had an idea where I wanted to write my own Star Wars movie because everyone complains about what Disney Lucasfilm <laughs> does. So I'm writing a ridiculous buddy cop film. I'm talking full on Star Wars comedy. If you want to think space balls go for it <laughs> um so we're gonna fan cast two characters in this buddy cop film starring dengar and ig88 and i'm gonna have to be the damn debbie downer and i was not able to do this <laughs> no problem you can uh you can chime in if you want <laughs> okay all right so cameron would you like to go first or you want me to go first uh i can go first okay get hit us with it all right, so I'm going to be boring this first time around, okay. and I'm going to cast two people that have already played. Well, one played this uh, Dengar, and the other one has kind of played IG88. I told I'm, you we can't have Rosie O'Donnell. 
Damn it. Uh, Damn. <laughs> so, She's not tall enough. <laughs> so Simon Pegg did mm. Dengar's voice in Battlefront 1 um, in the, the new generation of games. Uh, I think if with the right makeup and maybe a little bit of weight, I think Simon Pegg could play Dengar live action. And then I would pair Simon Pegg with Taika Waititi uh, and have him basically, uh, in my mind, I could see IG units all having, no matter if it's IG-11 or IG-88, I could see IG units having the same voice. Um, so bring Taika back for that. Uh, I'm in. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds amazing to me. Um, I will preface mine before I start. I did. I have three sets of people. Two are for live action. One's for animated. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> and I'll, I'll specify uh, which one is which. But um, so my first pairing, <laughs> um, one of my favorite movies of all time, Wedding Crashers. Oh boy! Um, this is going. I'm gonna cast Owen Wilson as <laughs> Dengar. Wow! 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 And Vince Vaughn as IG88. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just Vegas, just, baby, Vegas. Their their on screen chemistry would be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, based off just that one movie there together. <laughs> you know, honestly, I could see them even flip too. I could see that go. Either oh yeah! Way, but... Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, I just did it that way because Vince Vaughn's a giant. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, who else? Uh, what's your? Do you have anybody else, Cam? Yeah. So I, I actually have three more. Oh, um, yeah. Three, three more pairs. Uh, so this next one. Uh, have you guys seen? I think he's in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, but he's also in Snatch. Have you seen either of those? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the guy who played Bullet Tooth Bo- uh, Tony, yeah. uh, Vinnie Vinny Jones. Yep. yep. Vinnie Jones. I think he would be. I mean, he looks like Dengar without yeah. the, yeah. like doing anything. So I think he would, and he he are he already can play kind of the badass. I think that would be great. And then I'm going to be a little cheap and bring a char- bring a, uh, an actor in who's already been in Star Wars before as another character. But I think because it's I, I, IG would be like a computer generated thing, and mm-hmm. this person can change his voice enough. I think this would work out. So I would pair Vinnie Jones with Alan Tudyk. Um, uh, yeah, he already he did K2SO's voice, but I mean the guy can change his voice to practically whoever he wants, yeah. and I think he could come up with a really unique character um, for IG88. I like I uh, I actually like that a lot. Um, hold on one second. All right, so my next one is for live action. <laughs> this one would be ridiculous if they ever did this, um, but Seth Rogen is Dengar. <laughs> if i could do the laugh i would but i can't <laughs> there it is um, and ig88 is james franco <laughs> oh, you just you want star wars pineapple express yes yes say. or the interview <laughs> yeah that's what you want <laughs> you're coming off slightly cunty um <laughs> So yeah, I think that would be a ridiculous movie, like, <laughs> just ridiculous. And if that didn't work out, if they just remade Spaceballs with Seth Rogen and James Franco, I'd be done. <laughs> Jeez, but, oh, but, but only Seth Rogen and James Franco. Like every single character has to be one of the two of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's oh you know, man, that oh, would oh my god, that would I I I would watch it. I would hate myself, but I would watch it. <laughs> See, uh, well, so. 
I, I think I think your casting. I I, I didn't take it from like the comedy pers- perspective, right? So I was yeah. thinking more like who could play the character live action. So mine's a little bit more serious, but uh, yeah, know, mine mine are all stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all right. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're both good. Yeah, yeah. They're both good. All right, Cam. Who we got next? <laughs> All right, so my third one, uh, I'm going to be cheap again and actually use somebody I already used, but in a different role. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan Tudyk could also play Dengar, I think. Yeah. He has not been live action in Star Wars, or Alan Tudyk has not been live action in Star Wars yet, as far as I'm aware. So I think that would be a good character for him to appear as. Mm-hmm. And then uh, <laughs> I think IG-88 could be really fun with like one of those really snippy British accents. <laughs> so, uh, Richard uh, Aoade, uh, the guy from the IT crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I could see, I think that that could be kind of a fun voice for IG-88 to have. I like it. Yeah, a, a British, well, Star Wars and British accents go hand in hand, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so my, my next one is for a strictly animated version of this. Because um, they are both extremely well-known Star Wars actors. <laughs> um, but if you guys ever seen, I, I don't remember what website, maybe it's Vanity Fair, where they have people coming from upcoming movies on on YouTube, and they read um, most of the top asked questions on Google about that particular actor. Oh, yeah. Um, so there is one where it is Pedro Pascal and Oscar Isaacs together. <laughs> I've seen that one. They love each other, and they work so well together. I would love <laughs> for them to voice Dengar in IG-88 in an oh, animated show. That, that would be pretty great. Like, uh, uh, Dengar would be Oscar, I think, and Pedro would be IG-88. That would be amazing. Yeah, I would I would love that. But yeah, that, that clip, is, <laughs> I've watched it like 10 times. Like, they clearly just have such good chemistry together. Like, yeah. Uh, that would be so much fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm cuter. No, you're cuter. like at one point in the interview they just like start speaking to each other in spanish (laughs) yep (laughs) like i can imagine dingar and ig8 just breaking into a random language to each other like bickering (laughs) so yeah that's that's my third one i have one more after that yeah so this this is my last one okay um so i i think the the dingar character is going to be obvious uh jason statham uh, if you were to like pull out the big box, yeah. um, I think he'd be great for Dengar. And then I'm gonna uh, spin it a little bit here. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, IG88 doesn't have to be a dude, right? Like <laughs> he, he could be IG88 could could be female. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna pull a pick from one of our old fan casts, yeah. and I'm actually gonna say Regina King. Nice. Um, I, nice. Since since I mentioned her before, I have actually started and watched about half of the of Watchmen on HBO. Yeah, and she's freaking amazing, and she's badass, and that's exactly like the kind of persona I think IG88 would have. So that's funny that you said that. I laughed. I wasn't laughing because you picked a, a lady. It's because my fourth one is also a lady. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and my my Dengar is. I agree with you 100. percent Simon Pegg. Although he's been in Star Wars, he was Uncar, but it wasn't his face. Yep. Um, so I think Simon Pegg would be an awesome Dengar. Um, like thinking like his Shaun of the Dead character as Dengar. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, I wanted to put Nick Frost uh, in there with him because those two guys are like peanut butter and jelly together. Um, but for my IG88, I thought Kate McKinnon from SNL. Oh 
my god oh, yeah that's a good one like, she's like such a smart ass and she's so funny like if yep. you want to cry laughing watch the snl skit with her and ryan gosling about talking about how they were abducted by aliens <laughs> <laughs> yes it's so great i cry every time dying laughing like it's so good <laughs> um but that that could be that could be an animated or that could be live action so that one could go either way um so yeah i think that those fan casts would be a pretty fun movie to watch absolutely like those are, per- those are pretty good because you imagine like if they just made a star wars comedy like the old go like my biggest gripe with Star Wars fandom is that everyone goes into the movie a film critic and comes out like an extremely expert film critic. Like that doesn't happen with other other movie franchises. Like no one goes into a Marvel movie like with their film critic glasses on and then come out with, well, actually, like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> So yeah, just make a Star Wars comedy, have fun with it, make fun of yourself if you want, make fun of Twitter people. <laughs> just get nuts. What? You want you want that 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 opening shot of the last episode of Mando, but just always. Yes, <laughs> the, 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 two, the two scout troopers, uh, like yeah. fighting over Baby Yoda. See how well that worked? It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it worked so well. Like the, a little comedy would would not kill Star Wars. Yep. After you said Seth Rogen, what's that one movie with him and uh, guy? Is it End of the World? Oh yes. yeah! Can you imagine that whole cast being in Star Wars? <laughs> I was gonna say, like you can. Oh my God, I was gonna say with, with that with my fan cast of those two guys, you can interchange anybody of their crew. Oh, yep. uh, we went to the theater and saw that movie you just referenced, and <laughs> I my face hurt so bad from laughing. <laughs> and then, if you guys haven't seen a spoiler, but the end credits when the Backstreet Boys come on. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> that movie is ridiculous. <laughs> oh man, that, you know, be an awesome, oh, awesome Dengar. Um, oh god, I just blanked on his name. Uh, Danny, uh, the curly headed guy from He's Bounded Down. Oh my oh, god, yeah. Yeah, he would be <laughs> aw- like awful, oh, but amazing. God, dude. <laughs> yeah, what's Danny? Um, oh god, oh, I don't know his name, oh, but no, I'm... yeah, that would be phenomenal. <laughs> Danny McBride. Danny McBride, yeah, yeah. And IG88 could be uh, Jay Bruchelle, the, yes. the skinny guy. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, is if, if it was Jay Bruchelle, oh all God. I hear is, uh, what's his name from uh, How to Train Your Dragon? Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you know man. what? Let's fan cast. Let's do another fan instead of fan cast. Let's fan write a movie. Let's do fanboys too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. IG88 would be like, hey, no, this way. Danny would go, no, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> We're going this way. Jay Rochelle's just stammering. <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, uh. He's, he's, like a, he's a Canadian Hugh Grant. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Oh, man. Just, oh, man. That would be a ridiculous movie. <laughs> oh, God. If anyone's listening anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I think, <laughs> hey, we should have let off with this. <laughs> This should have been the opening segment. Um, yep. Hey, lessons learned, uh, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should we should do fan cast more often. And just be ridiculous like this. This is great. Yeah. It's good. Um, I think we don't. We only have like one more thing that we wanted to talk about. If you guys just want to go nuts and keep talking, but uh, the Battlefront Two stuff that just came out recently, like this latest update, has been a lot of fun. Um, I was skeptic of the ball droids being effective. Um, but I've been in three games where each ball droid has been first place. 
they are absolute terrors out of the they, field. They are so hard to hit with my gun because my gun shoots really slow. Yeah. Um, if you don't hit them four straight times, you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's been a lot of fun. They're fun to play with because they're so fast. Like you get yeah. right back into the action. And supremacy in the uh, Age of Resistance is is quite fun too. It's nice having different ship maps to go into, and yeah. like those ships are very different from yeah for sure uh, the other ones. What is it? Is it Asian Cross? What is it? Uh, yeah. The I map. The map that has the Tantive Four in it. Yeah, Asian Cross. That it, the Tantive looks awesome. Yep. It's so goddamn big. <laughs> That's my favorite map for uh, heroes versus villains. I think, for sure. Um, yeah, that the Tantive looks so good. Uh, the, the guys in Dice have put in so much work, taken so much shit, and just keep churning out awesome stuff. I, I mean, um, literally, they could have just let this game die. Like, oh yeah, three months after release, with all the backlash about mm-hmm. the quote unquote pay to win and all that stuff, and the game that that is Battlefront Two now is so much better than I ever thought Battlefront 2 could be. It's it's un- I mean, it's unbelievable. Like it's yeah. so good. Um the and they they're literally listening to fans. This is what Star Wars fans have wanted forever. Like the they complain about the can be the silliest things. Like when the game first came out, there was a couple Clone Wars era things, but then there was like this big push like they only wanted Clone Wars era, so that's what they gave us. They gave us Clone Wars out the wazoo. Um, and now uh, the biggest thing you see on Reddit is where's the original trilogy? Well, you asked for this. So, <laughs> and, and now they're putting out original trilogy stuff and now they're putting out sequel trilogy stuff. Um, there's a new uh, content, uh, original trilogy content community manager, Ben Walk put out um, a transmissions coming soon that with all the new stuff for the original trilogy. So it's, it's, Everyone should tweet at Ben Walk and and or EA Star Wars and just say thank you because they they have put in ridiculous amount of work um, to please everybody. They're trying to do the impossible and please everybody. Scarif. Yeah. God. Oh, oh yeah. God. Oh God. That, that's no, wait. Yeah. That's that's. Uh, I think it's not this update. I think it's no. I think it's March. So yeah, it is this update. Yeah. Yeah. It is this one. It's coming yep. up. In fact, it might even be this Wednesday. And then. Yes. I thought it was the last Wednesday of February. Oh, uh, I don't know. For Scarif. Not sure. I, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the dates right off the top of my head, unfortunately. But So yeah, I've had a couple people. Um, I did a live stream of Battlefront 2 a week, uh, little under a week ago. And it was, thank you everybody who came and watched for a little bit. That was cool. Um, getting some more people to chat with me would be a lot of fun. So if you want to come on and watch and just chat Star Wars. Let's do it because it's a lot of fun. So if and if you play, my, my gamer tag is Black Squadron. It's B L K Squadron. So send me a friend request or whatever the hell it's called on Xbox, and let's <laughs> let's uh, let's let's do that hockey. <laughs> so what else? Whatever uh, the hell that is. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to talk about in the Star Wars? I got I got one more thing, and okay. it's going to release between. Well, some information is going to release between now and the next time we record. Uh, even if we do record like this Friday for, um, oh well, not this not this Friday. Regardless, uh, Project Luminous's information is officially coming out two twenty four. Mm-hmm. So we will know what Project Luminous is in a couple weeks. Has there ever been anything in Star Wars where they have hyped up something so much and given so little about it? 
I mean, they have, Skywalker. they have us in a tizzy for Project Luminous, and we still don't know what the hell it is. I, 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 I like, I'm afraid that I'm, I'm building it up in my head. I'm afraid I'm building it up on the podcast. It's probably going to come out and be like, oh, it's a comic. One comic. Yeah, a couple books. Yeah. What if... Have fun. What if it's really bad? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, then I guess I, I, I'm I'm off the pod, and it's just a, a thing now. I feel like I'm 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 nervous for it because I know there's going to be some people who are so jazzed for it, and regardless of what it is, they're going to hate it. Yeah, um, because they build things up in their minds, been solo. Um, <laughs> And then lose their shit and drive community managers and Star Wars people off Twitter and such. Um, yeah, they're just going to announce it's going to be nothing but books and comics now. No more movies. That's it. <laughs> just punting it's on only, the movie. <laughs> yep. It's only going to be books. Yeah. God, I'm so. No, no way. I'm, I'm, I'm really anticipating some, some news about what it is. Um, Yes, yeah, it's, it's. I'm. I'm pretty pumped about that. So we'll. We'll see. Was it been a year or more? Yeah. Uh, celebration, right? Yeah, celebration. So just under. Yeah, just under a year yeah, now. A bit under. But been talked about like every day or every other day, you know. So it seems like about a year. <laughs> I mean, just with with that that list of authors that they have, like they brought in they brought in their heavy hitters for this. Mm-hmm. It, whatever it is, they want people to get into this so yeah i'm i'm pretty pumped yeah the way they've been talking about the storm cloud that they've been having like they're chatting every day and everyone's always like all the chat groups that they have so i mean hopefully it's just gonna be like 50 shades of gray star wars (laughs) i mean i'd read it (laughs) (laughs) um i will tell you guys a quick story and we can get the hell out of here um I didn't know what Fifty Shades of Grey was when it first came out in book. And we were flying to Paris, <laughs> I think it was. So that's oh, like a it's like an eight-hour flight or something like that. Um, I was next to this elderly lady reading that book. <laughs> oh, God. And mind yeah. you, I didn't know what it, the book was. I, I heard the name, but I didn't know what it was about. And it was like, I don't know, super early in the morning. Like the, She had, it was the only person with her light on. And suddenly she just starts fanning herself. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) So when I figured out what that book was about, my first thought was that lady sitting next to me on a plane in the middle of the night fanning herself. And Uh, every single time, I can't go back to Paris. (laughs) (laughs) So that being said. um... At least she wasn't trying to take her teeth out. Oh, God. Oh man, we're gonna get kicked off of iTunes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, all right. So if you're listening to this for the first time, <laughs> um, expect more of this. Yeah, I expect so, more. Of yeah, this. this is pretty much it. Um, this is light, actually, compared to uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you're following us on uh, Twitter and Instagram. We give away giveaways. Jesus Christ. Uh, we give we give things away. <laughs> um, we're pretty active. We like to have a good time, as you can tell. So. What's our uh, what's our Twitter handle again? I don't know, man. Uh, oh, it's um, but it's Black Squadron Pod. So it's but it's S Q D R N because of character limits. 
Um, so yeah, just if you just search Black Squadron Podcast, we'll come up on pretty much every social media, with the exception of TikTok. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, maybe that's all you, bud. Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> um, I'm already uh, on YouTube. Go to YouTube and search for us. We we've got one video up. We're gonna start putting out some more videos here soon. Um, so yeah, thanks for coming along with this ride, and thank you for listening to our nonsensical Star Wars talk. <laughs> um, all right. May the force be with you guys. Bye. See you guys. See ya. Later.